Hello, everybody. I'm well, thanks. How are you guys? Good? How good was that game? Who's the freshest in the room? Okay, I am really excited for this term. It is term number four of 2020, which is the last term of 2020. Um, thank goodness, everyone's excited for 2020 to be finished. Um, we're going to be having heaps of fun this term. Uh, we're going to be learning a lot. Now, um, put your hands up if you went away somewhere over the holidays. Where'd you go, Jordan? Reevesby Flat next to Car. Reeds Flat next to... All right, somewhere out west, it sounds like. Yes, where'd you go? You went two kilometers away from your house. Did anyone go overseas? No, of course you didn't. All right. Anyone else go over, away somewhere? Canberra, yes. Peak holiday destination, Canberra. One more person. You went to Erina. Excellent. Did you go to the beach? I know where Erina is. Very good. All right. Now, um, over the holidays, I went to a place called Durris, which is near Batemans Bay. That's about four hours down on the south coast. Now, at Durris, there is a massive lake and a massive beach. And at Durris, the lake is right next to the beach. Put your hand up if you've been to a place where there's a lake right next to the beach. Yep. So pretty much all that is separating the lake from the beach is a bit of sand, right? They're right next to each other. Now, at Durris, because the lake is right next to the beach, when the lake gets really, really, really full, it overflows into the beach and spills out into the sea. Um, and then what happens is the lake actually just turns into a river, right? And the river leads out to the ocean. So the lake has been closed at Darius for about three years, and earlier this year we had heaps of rain, and that meant the lake swelled and got really big and flowed out into the ocean. So that means that the lake and the ocean are fully connected. Now, you're probably thinking... Why does this matter? Um, now, one effect of this is that when you're swimming in the lake, the water, because it's connected to the ocean, can move quite quickly in opposite directions, depending on the time of the day. Because the lake is connected to the ocean now, when it's high tide, when it's high tide, the ocean water rushes in to the lake, right, and goes upstream. And when it's low tide, the water from the lake rushes out to the ocean. So when you're swimming in the lake, if you're swimming at high tide or low tide, you've got to be really careful to not get pushed away with the water. You've got to keep vigilant. You've got to be wary of how fast the water is moving because it'd be so easy to be washed away. Well, the relevance of that is that the first half of this term, we're going to be looking at what it looks like to be someone who goes against the tide. Someone who goes against the tide. And what this means is, as someone who follows Jesus, 
Sometimes what everyone else around you is doing, what all your friends and family are doing, what people at your school are doing, should be different to what you're doing. When all the world is going one way, pushing one way, when the tide of the world is pushing one day, sometimes following Jesus means I have to go against that tide of the world. I have to go against the tide. And sometimes that can be really hard, right? We're going to be looking at how it's really hard. Sometimes it's a fight. Um, Sometimes it can be really energy zapping, right? It can be exhausting, but it's worth it going against the tide. So this first half of the term, we're going to be looking at how Christians are to go against the time. Now, after that, we'll be looking at some really other exciting stuff too. Now, I want you to look at the screen. On the screen, there's going to be a live word cloud. So what you need to do, get your phone. Should be coming up soon. And there'll be some numbers. And what you're going to do, there's eight boxes when you type in these numbers. In the first four boxes, I want you guys to write and submit what are the four things that are most important in your life. It might be sport, your favorite team, school, getting good grades, your parents, money, working. So see the code at the top. And then the next four boxes, I want you to put in what are you most worried about? What do you stress about the most? And we're going to see what we come up with. So get your phones out and have a look. Alrighty, very good. Can everyone please get your phones, put them in the air, show me who has a phone. Want to see everyone's phones? Want to see everybody's phones? And then get your phone and put it in the pew in front of you. And I don't want to see it again. Put it away. Into the pew in front of you. Let's go. All right, phones away. Phones away. All right. So, on the screen, we have a lot of things that we as a group care about, we think are important, are our priorities, what we worry about. We've got family, that's good, school, friends, money, exams, uh, career, God, health, our future, um, popularity on the outside, exams again, jobs, happiness, faith, sleep, friendships, lots of different things there. Now we can keep those up at the moment. We can get those up at the moment. So we're going to be looking at today how we need to go against the tide of what our priorities are and what we stress and worry about. Now, um, a few weeks ago, Megan and I went to dinner at an old friend's house. We were really looking forward to going because we hadn't seen these people for ages, right, nearly a year. We were going for dinner, and when we got there, we were greeted by them, and they um, asked us to sit down on the couch while dinner was being prepared. And we sat on the couch by ourselves and waiting for dinner to be made. It probably took around two hours for it to be ready, and when the dinner finally came, it was amazing. 
right? We had roast lamb, vegetables, the most amazing gravy, and an amazing dessert too. The problem was we hadn't gone to our friend's house just to eat a nice meal. We could go to a restaurant for that. No, we'd gone to see our friends and talk to them and catch up with them about life. But they were so preoccupied by making dinner and preparing an amazing meal that really, we really didn't get to do that. Now, if you know your Bible well and you've learned good Bible stories, you'll know that I made that whole story up. And that's not actually a story that happened to me. That was something that actually happened to Jesus. And so we're going to be able to see what Jesus' response to priorities are. So Christian, on the screen, can we get up Luke 10, 38 to 42? Excellent. All right. Have a look on the screen while I read this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened up her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, that's Jesus. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So we see here, Jesus is on the road, right? It's getting dark, it's getting late, he's getting quite hungry, and he comes to a house where two women live. Mary and Martha. And Jesus goes inside this house with his disciples, and the two women, Mary and Martha, are doing completely opposite things. They're doing completely opposite things. One of them, Martha, she is so overwhelmed by all the preparations that have to be done that she doesn't actually go talk to Jesus or listen to him. Her priorities are wrong. She still wants to serve Jesus. She wants to give him an amazing meal, but she forgets to sit at his feet and listen to him. And the opposite is true for Mary, isn't it? She is so taken by Jesus that she forgets everything else. She forgets to cut up the vegetables. She forgets to cook the meat. She forgets to get the wine. She forgets all that. And instead... She sits at the feet of Jesus. And so Martha is getting really annoyed, right? She's getting annoyed that she's doing all the work and Mary's doing nothing. So she goes to Jesus and asks Jesus to tell Mary to get off her bum and go do something. Why won't she help, Martha says. But then Jesus says something pretty remarkable to Martha. He says, You are worried and upset about many things, but there's only one thing that is needed. Mary, continue to sit at my feet. Don't move. This is a story about priorities. Can you see that? 
Some of us have our priorities in, it's not up there anymore, but friends, family, money, work, school, good grades, working out, getting a boyfriend, marriage, doing the best we can, exams, all those things, right? We've got our priority in all those things. Now, the thing about priorities is that priorities are a list, aren't they? When you've got priorities, you've got a bunch of things you've got to do, and you put some things to the top and some things to the bottom. And we can see with Martha, right, that some things that we do and some things that we value aren't inherently bad, right? It wasn't bad that Martha wanted to put a good meal on for Jesus. It was just that she didn't prioritize sitting and listening to Jesus at that moment. If we look here, it's not bad to prioritize school. That's a good thing to prioritize. It's not bad to prioritize friends and family. It's not bad to get lots of sleep up there. It's not bad to prioritize relationships. But the things with priorities, they've got to be in their place. They've got to be in their place. And Jesus says to us, he says to us, you are worried and upset about many things. So we look at them. We are worried and upset about many things. But, Jesus says, you're worried and upset about many things, but there's one thing that should be your priority, your number one priority above all the rest. And with Mary, that was sitting there and listening to Jesus, listening to what teaching he had, listening to what he had to say. And for us, it's the same. Our priority should be listening to Jesus. It can be really easy for us to get wrapped up in all the things we need to do and all the things we need to accomplish that we lose sight of the most important thing, Jesus, boys. The highest priority in our lives needs to be listening to Jesus. And thankfully, it's really easy to listen to him because we've got a whole book about him, right? We've got a whole book about him. And as you guys grow up and look at the people around you, you will see a lot of busy people. And if you ask most adults, how busy are you? They will all say, I'm extremely busy. Nearly all adults will say that. But they're just as busy as each other, and the most of them have forgotten what their number one priority should be. Our world, the tide of our world, remember we're going to be going against the tide, is getting caught up in all the things of this world, money, family, friends, relationships, exams, careers, work, dogs, pressure, gymnastics, popularity. The world gets so caught up in that that they forget about Jesus. And even Christians really struggle with this as well. They work for years to get a good job at uni, to buy the car they really want, to buy the house they really want. They go on nice holidays. They buy lots of investment properties. But through that process, they're not all bad things, but they've forgotten about Jesus. They've forgotten about Jesus. Now, it's tricky, right? Because 
even though our highest priority should be Jesus, we still need to go to school. Not me, thankfully, anymore, but you guys. Um, it's good to spend time with our family and friends and a lot of those other things. And I'm reminded where we're told that whatever we do, whether we're eating or drinking, we give glory to God. And so our reason for wanting to do all these things is because of God first. Is because of God first. I want to honor my father and mother because God tells me to. When you're older, you might want to work to provide for your family because God told me to. But the priority is God. That's where it comes from. But the world forgets about that. They get so caught up in all the other things. Sport, money, work, family, friends. And a lot of them die without ever having their priorities where they should be where they should be. So remember what you put on the board there. I'm sure you know what it is. And unfortunately, I can see God once there. Obviously, a couple of people wrote it. I can't see Jesus. And so imagine that you were with, you were with Martha and Mary in that house. And Jesus said to you, what are you worried and what are you anxious about? If he, Jesus asked you, what are you worried, what are you anxious about, what would you say? Well, a lot of us would say what these things are on the board, right? And what do you think Jesus would say to you? Just like he said to Mary, you're worried about so many things, but only one thing matters listening to Jesus. So we need to get our priorities right. We need to stress about the right things, not things that don't matter. And remember, like Martha, who was really, really, really keen to serve Jesus, right? She was in the kitchen. She was slaving away. But Jesus still said her priorities were wrong, right? So if you're leading here, if you're a trainee leader, or if you're keen to lead one day, you've got to remember that just because you're serving heaps, you're doing lots of work, you run the games, you get dinner ready, Jesus still says, thy priority is listening to me. Thy priority is listening to me. There's no point doing all that if you're not listening to me. Of everything we worry about, there's one thing that's most important, and that's Jesus. So looking at the screen, what is it that you prioritize and stress about? And you need to think about, how am I going to put Jesus first in that? How am I going to put Jesus first in that? Now, I think a really good thing you guys could do is set your alarm a bit earlier and read a bit of the Bible that tells us about Jesus. Every morning, say you set your alarm for 7.40, why don't you set it at 7.30? And every day you start your day with the number one priority, right? With priorities, you do the most important one first. You listen to Jesus first, and then you go about your day. 
I think that's something that we should all do. And I know in my life, that's really helped me as well. Starting my day with Jesus. Starting my day with Jesus. So I want you guys to think about now what you're going to do this week. Think about what you are worrying about. What are you stressing about? What is most important in your life? And think about how you're going to change your priorities. How you're going to put Jesus first. What practical things can you do? Because we know that Jesus will tell us that we're so worried and anxious about many things, but only one thing matters, listening to him. That's what he said to um, Martha. So think about now what are some practical things. And in your groups, after I pray, you guys are really going to think about some really practical ways that this week and going forward, you're going to shift your priorities around. What's going to go lower and what's going to go higher so that we can get our priorities right? Let me pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you sent Jesus to save us, Lord. We thank you that you gave us your word in the Bible, that you didn't leave us here with um, no ability to know you. And Lord, we pray that we will be grateful for that gift, Lord. And we'll pray that we will be so grateful that we will make it our number one priority to listen to you. That we will know when we need to get rid of priorities altogether or where we need to put priorities down our list. Lord, please give us the fire and the motivation in our hearts to start our days to make sure always everything comes after listening to you and that that will always be our number one priority. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.